Hey guys, welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social, and my co-host is Cole Mosier. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to be breaking down how they've grown their business through their social footprint. So join us as we follow along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's get into it, Cole. Tell me about your viral moment of the week. Mm. Well, my brother's coming out this week and we're going to be doing our office install. He's an interior designer for anyone who doesn't know who's listening. And we're going to be painting actual art, which is going to be awesome. Um, And yeah, we'll have to share like some photos of the office reveal. Well, we will. Yeah, we're doing an IGTV. We're doing a blog post. We're doing all the things. Yeah. So I'm super excited. And then my low is probably just that I'm about to get no sleep for the next. Oh. Yeah. Installs are like the not sexy side. Are you sleeping in the office? Potentially. Cool. (laughs) Good to know. Um, Me? You want to know about me? Um, Okay. So mine, I just got back from... Cuixmala, I don't know how to say it. Cuixmala, who okay. knows? Um, it's this like place in Mexico, three hours south of Puerto Vallarta. I went with um, Becca, our mm-hmm. client, as her plus one to the Revolve summer trip, so and they cool. are there for three weeks doing content and activations. First Revolve trip I've been on. It was really interesting. Tons of learnings, like how they put together events and like all the stuff, the mm-hmm. behind the scenes. So. I really enjoyed it, cool. um, but on the flip, I literally have like forty-seven thousand mosquito bites, mm. and it was just a lot of travel, a lot mm-hmm. of long car ride, flight, mm-hmm. etc. It didn't look too shabby though. No, nice. not complaining. It was absolutely gorgeous and such a fun time, so um, fun. and it was nice because Katie was down there that yeah. we interviewed yeah. last week. Yeah, so. just full circle, you know. Yeah. Um, did you see anything on the internet? Um, I saw at the Kylie Skin. I was gonna say that one, Natalie. <laughs> no, but mine is actually yours. Oh. Is like I saw Kylie Skin did a trip. Mine yeah. is like Amber Asali, who I love and know, is shooting it, which How is huge. Happen? I feel like that's gonna be a big career like maker for her. She's already killing it, but I. She used to shoot for um, Steph Shep, so I'm wondering if somehow yeah. Kylie saw her work and loved her. She also used to shoot Jordan Woods. Right. So I don't know if there's some drama there, but that was mine too. I was like, this is really cool because it's like an influencer trip that she's putting together with her friends. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm like Mm -hmm. checking out the stories of like, oh, the silk pillowcases with the names. Mm -hmm. Like it's all the stuff that we do for brands that she's doing. So I feel like Mindy Weiss probably planned that one. Probably. It looks incredible. Um, All right. Well, today's guest, I am a huge fan of. Love her. She's conquering. Her own career now after leaving Pop Sugar. Super excited for this one. Hope you enjoy. Kirby got her start at digital media publisher Pop Sugar, where she's called home the past seven years. As host, senior producer, and reporter, she's helmed several shows on the network. During her time at Pop Sugar, she's gained a first name basis with many of Hollywood's elite hair and makeup artists like Jen Atkin and Charlotte Tilbury, as well as some of the biggest influencers. Kirby has been featured as a host on Freeform and an expert in personality on the Today Show and The Doctors, and has spoken at national events, moderated panels, and events. Welcome, Kirby! Yay! <laughs> Welcome. This is actually a really exciting day for you. It is. Because, tell us why. Today is my first day being my own boss. Oh, so my amazing. goodness. Very weird feeling, waking up and knowing... 
I don't really have to answer to anybody else except for myself, which is kind of crazy. And we're going to get into that. Like, I want to know what's next for you. Yes. But we start every episode the same and we ask you, what was your first Instagram post you ever posted? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Takes you back, right? I'm pretty sure it was... Was I in a hair salon? Yes. I think I was in a... No. No? I don't think it's you were. It's hard to tell where you were. <laughs> I, I, was I taking a picture in a mirror? Was no. my hair done? Your oh my hair God, was done. Dry. You got like a dry bar Shirley Temple going on. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was at Frederick Fakai Hair Salon. You look like you just got it curled. And it was yeah. 2012. I know that. I think 2011. 2011. You're an early adopter. See, and I thought I was late to the game because everyone was talking about Instagram and I'm like, I don't want to be on Instagram. I don't like <laughs> selfies. I yeah, want to just yeah, take yeah. selfies. No, that's all I take, selfies. Um, <laughs> but I had work. was yeah. a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a selfie? Yeah, well, essentially yeah. in the mirror, right? It's hard to, t- I mean. Do you want to see it? Yes. Turn, yeah. turn, turning over the Turn computer. it around, sister. Oh my God, no. It's not. Okay. What is that? What it's like a sorority that? headshot. Oh my God. It's like a you know what that is, guys? What I was at, I was just having a group, like girls vacation in I think Austin or Dallas. And I took, like, screenshotted my face out of the whole group <laughs> what picture. What savage. And I, I mean, really, I mean, I just posted my face and that's it. it. It's good. That's why it looks super grainy. Also, the filters and the early yeah. aughts of oh, Instagram yeah, yeah, were yeah. horrendous. I've seen worse, though, first Instagram. But you know what? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So this was in 2011. <laughs> what were you doing in 2011? 2011. So I was working at a PR firm, Rogers and Cowan. Yeah, I was the front desk girl. So I got to hear all the gossip, Mm -hmm. got to hear people complain nonstop, had to make sure that the kitchen was stocked with food and all that good stuff. Um, But Rogers and Cowan is an entertainment PR firm, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. And it was a really great opportunity because I got to work events that they put on. So I did the Grammy Awards, red carpet. I worked a lot of... um, there was like an Xbox event with Justin Bieber that I worked randomly. It was kind of giving yeah. me a taste of what Hollywood was like because I had moved out to LA about two years prior. Um, and it gave me a really good sense of who worked with who, which is really what I wanted to learn, um, especially for my job. If I yeah. wanted to report on people and, you know, feature people online and, and write these stories, I wanted to have good relationships. Yeah. So it actually benefited me a lot because when I came to Pop Sugar, for instance, Britney Spears' publicist works at Rogers and Cowan. You guys know. You're obsessed with a Britney. You yep. know I also am. But <laughs> I mean, I'm how kind of more on be? the opposite. I'm more like mean. You like really like are a fan. Oh, I'm no, like Allie is Britney. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole we won't get you into seen that today. But yeah. We will have some chats. Yeah. We will have some chats. I like live and die for Britney Spears. Yeah. And so when she did her Vegas residency, she also came out with her like five hundredth. Mm-hmm. perfume. Yeah. And so he had to approve the people that got to go on the press trip. Of course, he knew me because I used to, you know, make sure all of his boxes were shipped out and gave him his mail and That's stuff. Um, and so he was like, Johnson, do you want to go to Vegas to see Britney Spears? And I'm like, yes. yes. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. So that experience in 2011, that's where I was working, but I was also sending out emails nonstop to people mm-hmm. saying, Hey, can I audition? I would mm-hmm. love to work for this company, blah, you know, just being, you know, what was super your like original goal when you moved here to be a host, okay. to be on camera. Um, I wanted to learn how to produce as well. I wanted to learn how to do everything so I could do it myself, which was great because then when I started working at pop sugar, I know how to do these things now. Yeah. Um, but 
I think around that time, it was probably August, and I ended up sending an email, I think in late August, early September to Pop Sugar. And then they didn't bring me into audition until October or November. And then they offered me the job in December. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So I was like working my way towards That's really cool. Pop Did Sugar. you have like a reel at the time from like, I guess, no. college or something? No, or no, I didn't have a reel. In college, I didn't focus on broadcast journalism. Oh. It was just written. Um, and so I had a portfolio and I was making YouTube videos in my bedroom, but that was about it. But the thing that actually helped me out was I sent an email to pop sugar, didn't get a response, then followed up and was like, Hey guys, you know, I was wanting to check in on this, but also did you hear, uh, that apparently Elizabeth Taylor and Marilyn Monroe used to shave their face Wait, and like awesome. went on this whole thing about oh how God. shaving your face is actually really good like for you. Like a story idea. Yeah. Yes. Actually. Okay. Oh, and then that's a day later they wrote me back and they're like, when can you come in? So I fully attribute the fact, and by the way, I did yeah. four shaving my face videos on pop sugar <laughs> and they were the number one videos like to this day that wow. I have because people love to see women yeah. shave their face. Yeah. It's yeah, the weirdest yeah. thing, but yeah. whatever. Dermaplane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I feel like it's good for your, like your wrinkles, right? A hundred percent. And or? I'm just going to be real. Uh, I was a very hairy biscuits. person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just like a hairy person. Yeah. So I was like, why do I have a blonde mustache? I can't wax it. I tried laser hair removal. None of it was working. And then Michelle Money. Do you guys remember Michelle yes. Money Wait, from The yeah. Bachelor? The Bachelor. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. She's stunning. Huh. Stunning. And I remember she was like, all right, guys, she put out this YouTube video. She's like, I shaved my face and Elizabeth Taylor and uh, Marilyn Monroe did this to help create a nice palette for their skin. It's a great way to exfoliate. I promise you it will not grow back like a full on beard. Yeah. But I have since learned if you have dark black hair on your face already, yeah. you're going to ha- it's going to come back yeah. the same color. It's not going to yeah. like get lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I always I like try to caution people. But yeah. your blonde mustache hasn't come back brown. It has not. Okay. It has wow. not. I mean, listen, I'm 32 now, so we do have chin hair Fridays, like yeah. the random right chin hair that comes That's out of worst. nowhere. So yes. do a little plucky with my friends. I'm always like chin hair Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Chin chin. <laughs> They're like, Kirby, yep, we're on it too. Yeah. We got it. Take it right out. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I was doing in 2011 and how I got the gig. Okay, really Crazy. cool. Yeah. And what did you start doing at Pop Sugar? They hired me as an on-camera host and reporter. So right away you're like, boom, Whoa. on camera? Yeah. No experience, really? No. Like, they just saw my YouTube videos, and I will say this, when I was, they had a goodbye party for me a couple weeks ago, and they... They'd said that my audition was really good. It was basically a, an early version of Kirby Tries, which is one of the series yep. that I did at Pop mm-hmm. Sugar. Um, and it was this, you know, they now have the, the little portable glow teeth whitening systems, yeah. but this was like a full on thing. It had like a cord you had to attach to a box and then you stuck this thing in your mouth and it lit up blue, but there was nothing on the market like it before. Yeah. And so, um, I demonstrated how to use it and they said that everybody else brought in like a lipstick or like an eyebrow pencil. And I came in with this like gadget. (laughs) They're like, wow. (laughs) And they thought that I had, you know, what it took. So they threw me in. I definitely do not go watch my earlier videos. (laughs) They are horrendous. I wish I could take them off the internet. Um, but they're out there. And I think it's really interesting to see the progression of how how much more comfortable I got. Somewhere, right? Totally. Which I think everyone sees like the end goal. 
which is where you are now, but it's like you had to start somewhere. Totally. But then I also think of Meghan Markle and how she probably wishes that she didn't have some of those deal scenes. Deal or no deal? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> deal or no deal or like the sex scene in like the library with yeah. this man. And yeah. like, ugh. And it's like, I like that she has become who she is because it kind of proves it doesn't matter right. where you got your start mm-hmm. or where you came from. Obviously, she's had a very charmed life from yeah. being an actress and now, you know, the Duchess. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Duchess. No big deal with little, what's his name? Artie. They call him oh, yeah. Arthur. Arthur. Who? Little Archie, Archie, Archie. 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 Wow, wow, wow. I called him Artie. Please (laughs) forgive me. It's Archie. I was like, what's Artie? It's Archie. I totally. Baby Archie. (laughs) Baby Archie living his little life (laughs) as a royal. There we go. Um, okay, and you lasted seven years. I love that you say that. You lasted seven years. I feel like a host usually is like, contracted or a freelancer and you're working other places. So it's like, I feel like that's amazing for mm-hmm. you to do that for that long. Well, thank you. And you, you guys get it, but yeah. it's interesting because I was hired as an editorial employee. Mm-hmm. So when I got my start, it was very clear. This girl is not going to be working with brands at all. And this was way back before digital video even blew up. Yeah. We were one of, I want to say the only digital publisher at the time. I mean, I think Refinery29 existed at that point, but was brand new. Bustle didn't exist at that point. And I would say those were like our top two competitors Mm -hmm. at the company. But I was making videos. I made enough videos for 30 days in a month. Mm -hmm. So we were shooting three videos a day sometimes. I was really, it was boot camp. Um, And there was no brand integration? Like it was was, all editorial? Yeah, it was all editorial. And then obviously they're like, we want to make money off (laughs) of this stuff. (laughs) And so when that started happening, there were a few videos I think I was a part of. They they did a great job of protecting me. Mm -hmm. Being like, listen, if a brand wants to do a video, they cannot use Kirby or whoever because she needs to have editorial integrity. So they have to find someone else to do that, whether they bring in talent or not. But this was probably 2014 when the boom started happening and brands really wanted to be a part of digital video. Mm -hmm. And so I renegotiated my contract at that point. Um, I had gotten a job offer elsewhere and they kind of were like, what do you want? And I told them and they were like, great, we'll give it to you, but you have to sign a talent contract. I'm like, okay, well then my terms have changed because if I'm going to sign a talent contract and I'm locked into something and I can't walk away at will, obviously I want to be able to, you know, make a good deal out of it. Right. Um, and I think that's like a really important piece of advice, especially, yeah. you know, take matters into your own hands, know yeah. what you deserve and what you're worth. How did you know how to do that? I had, I can't even remember how, like something in my head was just like, but wait, okay, they're giving me exactly what I want, which is awesome. But then what am I going to do if I'm locked into this contract for two more years? That That's not what I would have asked for had I known if I was locked into the contract. Right. And they were awesome. And they were very understanding of that. So it was a like a mutual negotiation. Mm-hmm. We went back and forth and we made it work. But yeah, now in, in my contract, it had said if she has to be a part of any kind of brand deal, she gets to approve it. Okay. She gets Whoa. to approve what she gets to say. You know, Did you get a commission or anything? No. So that's, okay. the, that's the thing that okay. I think a lot of people um, don't realize. And a, yeah. a lot of editors now and reporters are starting at these publishers are starting to get mm-hmm. these brand deals. Yeah. Now, I don't know their deals, obviously. Right. But for me, 
I made a salary. Okay. So if I was in a video and I was talking about X brand and then another video about X brand, I wasn't I wasn't getting the money oh, from wow. that. The only time that I made extra money was if the brand wanted me to promote it on my own social channels. Okay. And then that's when I would say, okay, great. Here are my rates. Figure yeah. it out. And you would handle that yourself, not through Pop Sugar. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. They were also awesome and let me have the freedom to hire a manager um, to cool. kind of oversee these things and kind of protect me in a way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I had a really great deal there. But at the same time, you know, once you start developing more sponsored content and more mm-hmm. brands come around, at some point I'm like, well, I just, I don't want to be associated with all these different brands. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I wouldn't get to say no, right? Oh, I, okay. I wouldn't get to say, yeah. well, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the company wants to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't fault them for that. Yeah. But I also was allowed to say, okay, I'm not going to pick up this product and like say its name. I'm willing to just address it generically. And then you can bring up a lower third and talk about the product, that type of thing. Maybe this is too insider baseball for everyone, but like, I think you guys get it. Yeah. But there was just so many nuances to my job that I don't think a lot of people realize that because right. I wasn't just a, an editor or just a reporter. I was this on-camera personality. So yeah. I was associated with a lot of different brands. Building your own brand. Exactly. And I'm very grateful for it because then, you know, the videos that we had on Facebook and YouTube and all the social platforms allowed me to build you know, my micro following, if you yeah. want to call it that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I probably have a bigger following on Facebook just because of all Our, the articles shared and stuff. The articles yeah. shared, but also like when Kirby Tries got started, Facebook, people loved that show. And so mm-hmm. I think I got 50,000 followers overnight on my Facebook oh my page. And then when I told them, hey, I'm also on Instagram, that's when I started developing yeah. mm-hmm. my Instagram following. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting kind of world, but yeah. right out the gate, working on camera, so crazy. writing, scripts. Who was um, your first interview that you did? My first interview... Uh, ever was Candy Johnson. Oh my gosh. And she had brunette hair. I talk, I told her this all week. We talk about this. I'm like, you know, you're my first interview. And we joke that we're cousins because of our last name, but, but you're not, we're not related. (laughs) Candy. I love you. We're definitely not related. Um, but Candy had brunette hair at the time. I can't even remember what she was promoting. It was, it was a beauty brand, I think. Okay. Like the beauty brand paid her to do the interview with pop sugar. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And she was lovely and she made me feel so comfortable and she was awesome. And then for a celebrity interview, I, I can't remember. It was either Rihanna or Zoe Deschanel. No. Yeah. It was wild. Have you interviewed Britney Spears? No, but but Brit is notorious about interviews. She won't do them. I always say, unless I'm literally on the phone with her or I can hear her voice or I'm sitting right in front of her, I'm not doing an an interview. An email interview is nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. Because the publicist is probably making up the answers for her. And I always like joke back a couple of years ago, I remember like reading an interview that she allegedly did and it was so thoughtful and so thorough. I'm like, this bitch didn't say (laughs) any of this. I love Brittany. I know her. She did not say this stuff. Like I was, I was so appalled. And then I got online and I remember seeing all these people being like, Brittany did not say this stuff. I'm like, exactly. Just no, we know. She had one more answers. Then you know, it's her. She's like, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I actually love her interviews. I know. Is there one on Fallon that she? What is like the like iconic one that got like shared everywhere? It was oh my recently. god, I don't know. But one of my favorite ones is when she's in the studio with Ryan Seacrest and Will I Am, 
It's like before something came out, oh. and I guess Ryan mentions his girlfriend, uh-huh. and then Brittany's like looking at Will I Am, and then Ryan like girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriend, like she did not process to her that he had a girlfriend. Like it oh, was just yeah, man. and I was like, oh my god, Brit, oh, that's so girl, <laughs> you're going, on camera what's right going now on her Instagram right now. Oh, it's so good. What's happening? It's Don't so even good. get me started in the morning of the AM. <laughs> <laughs> in the morning also she facetuned one of her photos so poorly I like know, her cabinets yeah i was like girl like, hire me i will I'm, make yeah, you look I, amazing yeah. Brittany. i'm free yeah. I, I can consult <laughs> i will come to hidden hills seriously truly yeah i so love she Brittany. just has control of her own instagram at this point yeah Holy. and she yeah. has to and the thing is is i want the best for her oh, we all do so yeah. we really need to just have a prayer circle for yeah. Brittany. Light, like, yeah. light some yeah. sage and yeah. sage yeah. something <laughs> for her. I don't know. She goes in and out. Like, she's, like, normal for a bit, and then... Yeah. Well, she was off the grid for a couple of months during right. that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But the thing that was most concerning to me is I remember... Um, there were no paparazzi photos of her during that time, which is extremely rare because she's photographed every single day of her life for the past 20 years. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, was she even like, where was she? Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. I, I could have a whole Britney <laughs> podcast. Investigating this. <laughs> that's the new podcast. Support that one. Ker Britney. Oh my God. That's so good. Um, okay. We asked this every episode. Tell us your viral moment, like your it moment so oh, far. Oh God. Okay. I, the one that just pops into my head is it's kind of, it's a little scandalous, Ooh. but not in a like nudie way. <laughs> <Okay>. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I tweet as one does. I tweeted as one does. <laughs> a couple of months ago and I did not say anybody's name. Okay. All I, I subtweeted essentially. And I said, there is an influencer on Instagram that somehow comments on every single celebrity that I follow's photo within a couple of seconds. And I don't know how she does it, but she's always the top comment when you're looking at the photo, like the one or two top comments. And it's annoying me (laughs) because it's so transparent that she's just trying to get followers and not that these people know her. Very smart. You see me posting on everyone Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I like realized I was doing the same thing with Britney Spears, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But I was like, it's just so obvious and fake that I I don't get it. Yeah. Within seconds, it was being retweeted and commented. People were like, I know who this is. And they no. were tagging this person. I don't know who it is. What? How so, many retweets did this get? This got, okay, so it got 50, 50 retweets at this point. And that's when Chrissy Teigen saw it and <gasps> retweeted it. She follows me. No. no. And Why? Oh, because you've interviewed her? No. That's a whole other story. I met my boyfriend on that's Twitter basically through Chrissy Teigen. What? Chrissy follows me on Instagram and Twitter because of this. But she, I guess, saw in my feed. I always joke that she probably has me on mute and doesn't see any of my stuff, but she yeah. still follows me. And whatever, that day she saw it and she retweeted me and she was just like, every fucking picture. And then people, oh, obviously she it went, elevated it. Yeah, yeah. It went crazy. I mean, no her tweets are way. so, so funny she and knew? So she was? knew who it was. Then we were DMing because she was like, this girl is driving me nuts, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, same. Yeah. Then comments by Celeb, obviously screenshots that, puts it on Instagram and it just kind of went wild. Oh, and wow. so people... 
<laughs> people just saw that and I got a ton of followers from this. I'm sure. Um, I was shocked. I was like, this is insane. But I would say that is like my most significant viral moment in the past year. Yeah. And then Kirby Tries was basically the reason why I developed the following that I did because people saw that I was trying things and kind yeah. of putting my skin and hair and whatever else on the line. Yeah. And then I wasn't... I wasn't mean, but I also wasn't going to sugarcoat something. I would right. give them realistic advice. Like, hey, this probably isn't good for oily skin, but if you have dry skin, you're going to yeah. love this. Yeah. That type mm-hmm. of thing. Have um, you ever tried anything and you like fully broke out? Oh, yeah. Oh. All the time. But also pop sugar, our, our, their yeah. philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. So their philosophy is don't. Don't say something negative just to be negative. Okay. So for me, if I tried something and didn't like it, I just wouldn't write about it or I wouldn't review it because I really don't think there is a point in dragging a brand for doing something that they thought was really special. I mean, sure, there's a ton of brands out there that make stuff just to make money, right? There's Mm -hmm. I could name 50 of them right now. But a lot of people, it's their life's work and they really want to create something that is good for people. I just don't believe in dragging people like that down. I yeah, think that I'm, I like and I'm that. fully about giving feedback. Right. So sometimes brands will reach out and say, Hey, what'd you think of the product we sent you? And I'm like, Hey, I have a question yeah. or listen, this broke me out. Do you have any, have you had this problem before? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, you know what? Yeah. It's probably because of this ingredient. Um, it happens mm-hmm. to some people that have allergies to this, like yeah. it's a wow. conversation. Yeah. Um, but I think that also helps build the relationship too, right? because they're right. going to be more grateful to you. If you're being honest and kind yeah. <laughs> and not being a complete, you know, douchebag about it. Yeah. I, yeah. The YouTube community is crazy and yeah. there are some amazing, amazing people on that platform. But, you know, we just learned with the whole James Charles, oh, Tati, yeah. Yeah. you know, Jeffrey Star thing. You know, a lot of them, their brand is dragging brands down yeah. Yeah. because yeah. they don't like Dramatic. something. Yeah. yeah, And I don't really subscribe to that. So, yeah. I like that. That's nice. And you don't have to walk around feeling icky. Yeah. Right? I don't feel icky at all. And listen, like, I watch Tati. I watch James. I watch mm-hmm. Jeffrey. It's It was part of my job. Um, and also, to make me good at my job in reporting, I have to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do think sometimes they do it just for the views. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I tried a $8 primer versus a $100 primer, and then they're like completely dragging like the 100 Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, great, but maybe this primer was, maybe they were yeah. both great. Yeah. yeah. You know? You don't I mean, have to something's something. working for them because they have millions of subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the th- that's something I actually want to dive into. Yeah. Who does scandal actually hurt? Because... Huh. All of those three people went through a scandal. Tati gained 4 million subscribers. Jeffrey keeps growing and he has had plenty of scandals. And James Charles, he might have lost 3 million followers, but then he gained them all back. Plus yeah. new people. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and they were like on E! News and stuff. That was the one that I thought, oh man, okay, this has become a mainstream thing. Yep. Yeah. Never before had this been talked about. Um, and I, I'm like, it's... it hurt them at one point, but then they all, they're all fine now. Yeah. They're still yeah. making money. No brands dropped them. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? It's yeah. a really interesting thing. I mean, if I were, if I had done that, I would have been dropped by the company I worked for. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. they, they could have had brands pull out of right. content with me in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really just an interesting. Did you report on this at Pop Sugar? 
I wasn't able to because I was on a press trip. So somebody else took the liberty to do it. But I also reported on the Jaclyn Hill lipstick fiasco. Oh, I didn't know about what Uh, was that. I oh man. Jaclyn finally launched a brand after years of saying she was going to launch it. And she came out with 20 nude quote unquote lipsticks. So basically enough lipsticks for every skin tone to find a nude of their, Mm -hmm. you know, choice. Mm -hmm. And then they go out and then there was like a, I guess an issue initially with the press, uh, deliveries. They didn't, are not press, but like the mailers. Yeah. The mailers, they they didn't get out in time, which everyone was like, whatever, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And then people were like testing their lipsticks and they're finding like stuff in their lipstick. Like no. some of them had hairs, some of them oh. had like balls of, of hair. Some no, of no, them, no, no. Yeah. Some of them had like and these this is little... the lab's fault, obviously. Yes. So like she made it in the wig factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, actually, this is a wig factory. So you act oh up. Oh my gosh. And I actually felt really bad for her um, because she did come out and she apologized. She ended up giving everybody a refund. So not just the people that had, you know, tainted product. But every single person that bought her lipstick, even if they liked it and didn't have a problem, they got a refund. Um, She said that they were changing labs and stuff like that. So, like, that's the kind of stuff. It's like, I might not necessarily be a diehard Jacqueline fan. I have never met her. I'm sure Mm -hmm. she's lovely. But it's like reporting on stuff like this and having to, you know, think, okay, who do I need to talk to about this? To make it make sense. Okay, I need to talk to like a project manager at a lab so we know quality control. Okay, how does this work? How could this even happen to her stuff? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that she said in her video apologizing, uh, uh, you know, apologizing about everything, I got, you know, double checked with a, um, a guy that works at this one lab and he works in quality control. And he said, yeah, like all of the stuff that she said happened yeah. could very well have happened. It could have been wow. compromised in this way or this way or this way. Yeah. Um, and it's no fault of hers. Totally. We've dealt with that as like mm-hmm. being a, you know, a firm that represents brands in the yep. beauty space. And we've sent out mailers where product was faulty and editors are like, what the hell is wrong with this? Yeah. And yep. like, thankfully we had relationships so they're not going out and like writing all this horrible stuff about that. Totally. But that was like a cleanup. Like that, that was can, like, kill a brand. stressful. You know, and I feel like you guys have a lot more on your plate in terms of dealing with scandal and stuff like that because yeah. now there is so much on the internet where mm-hmm. you can go to an Instagram account and somebody is saying that somebody did this and somebody stole this and there's no checks and balances yeah. for those accounts yep. because they're anonymous yeah. and you don't know who's running them. Yeah. I mean, I'm clearly talking about Estee Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> but or like Diet Prada. Diet Prada. Yeah. I actually res- I respect Diet Prada. I think they actually do a good job of not yeah. just leaning into gossip and okay. actually calling out things as they are. Yeah. Um, they, de- they I mean, they, they did an amazing job reporting on the whole Dolce & Gabbana scandal yeah. in China. Yeah. They killed it. But, um, with Estee, I just want to know. Like, I love, I love the stuff that they're bringing to light. But sometimes, even their commenters will say things like, "You're reaching here. This yeah, does not make yeah. any sense." Yeah. So like, we don't know who runs that account. We don't know like, who runs the account. Public, if anybody knows who yeah. runs those accounts, <laughs> so if you work scandalous. at Estee Laundry, come at me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to know because I, it's really interesting all the stuff they put yeah. out. Now. And yeah, and I'm I'm fascinated by them, and I think they would make such an interesting feature. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, Bring them on your podcast. Yeah. Um, right. I'm like, tell, we'll <laughs> like keep you anonymous. <laughs> Give me a yeah, yeah. The voice the changing thing. It's like super deep. <laughs> oh my god. Today on oh Los Angeles. Oh my, oh my god. god. That'd be great. Okay. On the flip, what yeah. is your unfollow me moment? Like something you wish you could do over oh, or regret? 
I remember when I really, I don't know. I remember when I really cared about the grid and I'm like, why, why do we care about the grid? The grid is great, but nobody (laughs) goes there. We still care about the grid. I mean, I feel like brand wise, I don't know for me, I tried to do the grid thing and I tried to do it so hardcore and I realized that people don't care. They just want to see my face with product on it. So I'm not going to waste my time on that when I should be focusing on other efforts. What's another? I'm sure I have some other really annoying things. Um, when I did an episode of Kirby Tries, mm-hmm. I tested out LipSense, which is the multi-level marketing company. Oh, yeah. And oh. I tested it. It claims to not come off the lips. So I tested it by kissing my boyfriend and eating uh-huh. a cheeseburger and like all these other things. It did not come off. But it burned when I applied it because there's a high amount of <laughs> denatured alcohol in it. And oh, denatured al- that, okay, it makes it dry sense. quickly and kind of like seals it. Got it. But what I didn't realize, because their website wasn't the best, I don't know if it still isn't, but Mm -hmm. when you go on to buy it, you can buy the lip gloss or you can buy the lipstick. It's like a liquid lipstick. They don't tell you you have to have the lip gloss to make it work. It's a two-step product. So really they should be saying, they should not sell anything separately. They should tell you. Yeah. They should sell it together and then like... And in another page, I guess, mention, oh, if you want to buy more colors, whatever. So we didn't buy the lip gloss. We got a little tiny sample of it when we bought it. And so I applied it at the end and was like, ooh, I put on the lip gloss and it feels great and looks great, whatever. But I I don't know if I would recommend this product because it is so drying to the lips Mm -hmm. that it. I, I don't know if I could recommend this in good faith. Yeah. Everybody that works for that company came after me. Oh, yeah. You did it wrong. You cannot be giving reviews like this. How am I supposed to trust you? Oh, And I'm like, okay. So then I had to do a follow-up video and explain. And I'm like, listen, I also talked to an esthetician. I talked to a cosmetic chemist. Denatured alcohol in itself is not necessarily bad. However, it can be extremely drying. Not to mention my dentist asked me, she was like, are you in the upside down from Stranger Things? Why are your lips just shedding skin nonstop? And I'm like, no. oh, because I use this product. She's like, that's it. Yeah. So if I could go back, because so many people gave me so much crap about that. Right. People um, who worked for the company. Yeah, totally. I mean, and it's obviously their business. So I understood, yeah. but also some of them were horrible. Um, Oof, I hate internet bullies. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I would change that, but also I would also change my tweet about the influencer that ended up blowing up. I probably wouldn't have posted it. Really? And I think it's because at the end of the day, even though I didn't say her name and I didn't mention her, she felt called out. Yeah. Because I did. I called her out. And looking back, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. You know, it was my opinion and I I still stand by it. But I don't intentionally want to hurt people, right? It's not like the ethos of who I am. So that would be my, Mm. my, I think, my bigger unfollow moment. Yeah. 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 Did she ever reach out to you? Yeah. She was calling Chrissy Teigen a bunch of names, like, so she was fat and stuff like that. And then when Chrissy apologized, Chrissy ended up deleting her tweet about it and then apologized. And then the girl was like, thanks so much, Chrissy. You know, love ya. I was just like, whatever. And at one point she called me out on her own Instagram and tagged me, but I noticed that 
I didn't get any more views on my page mm-hmm. or anything like that. And that's because I'm fully, I fully believe this girl has a completely fake, fake following. following. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, like, do what I'm you got to do. This. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> so juicy. Cole's loving the juice. Yeah. I love, I love a good juice. I feel like you have to just be real. So put yeah. it out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you can divulge, but you can't divulge too much. And I feel like, yeah, you know what the line is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, now we're going to go into fan questions. Ooh, okay. Um, so if you could only use three beauty products, what would you choose? Okay, this is hard because I want to, I want it to be a good answer. <laughs> three beauty products. Mascara. Uh, I like to open up my eyes. Yeah. What so mascara? my favorite mascara right now is Damn Girl by Too Faced. Oh, I've never tried that. It's mm-hmm. brand new. Okay. I wore it for 24 hours. It does not flake. It's awesome. It looks good. Um, Marc Jacobs Velvet Noir is an amazing mascara. Okay. Um, and I also love L'Oreal Unlimited. L'Oreal oh, Unlimited. I've never tried any of yeah. these. Listen, L'Oreal Unlimited, I have talked about this product so many times, and I swear I'm not being paid to talk about it. I just yeah. love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried it for the first time in Paris because they got it before us. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the formula. And that's drugstore mascara? Yeah. Whoa. It's like $12. Super cheap. So mascara would be my number one. Um, if I'm being crazy. Oh, can we just assume that sunscreen is involved? Like, I don't, yeah. like, y'all yeah, wear sunscreen, sunscreen okay? Like, I just I hate it when people are like, you have to wear sunscreen. I'm like, we all know this. Yeah. So I would say my other beauty product, vitamin C. What? Vitamin like C. Like orally? Which vitamin C do no, you No, like on. Like a serum. A serum. Yeah. Okay. Vitamin C is amazing. So um, Kiehl's has an amazing vitamin C okay. product. Um, skinceuticals, hands down. CE Ferulic is the bomb. And then also, uh, IS Clinical makes one called Pro Heal. They come in little droppers. They're in the dark bottles so they don't oxidize. Mm -hmm. Um, I have just found that with vitamin C, it helps not only kind of clear up my skin in terms of hyperpigmentation, but it helps with my pore size. If I'm breaking out, it's really great for it. And it's helped with wrinkles. Okay. And all I, of the things. You're yeah, all me, of the like, things. Yeah, so I feel like vitamin C is just... I have you seen um, Blue Mercury has like packets of it so that it doesn't... And I the love The big that. thing is that it expires. Or totally. Like gets Oxidizes. Weird with the light. Yeah. yeah. Got it. No, and that's actually, you bring up a great point. Yeah. If you can get it in the powder form and then mix it yourself, mm. it's even better. Mix yeah. it with your favorite hydrating serum, yeah. but okay. then it won't oxidize. Got so. it. Okay. And then third one, beauty product, beauty product. Oh, I know. Charlotte Tilbury Lip Cheat in Pillow Talk. It is my absolute favorite lip pencil. I feel like it yep. looks good on every skin tone. You can be the fairest of fair, deepest of deep. It looks bomb on everyone. On me, it looks like my natural lip tone. I'm not wearing it right now, but mm-hmm. I can just literally put it on and outline my lips and kind of fill in a tiny bit, and it just looks like I have a big pouty lip yeah, situation. I, I love that shade. And it's fab. Mm-hmm. Wow. You'd, okay. l- you'd actually really like it. it like, I think I have the lipstick in Pillow Talk. Do is that a thing? Everything Pillow in- Talk. Yes. Okay. Get it. I just got the blush recently. <gasps> oh, I love it. Yeah. Hello. Um, it. What is your best skincare tip? Vitamin C? Best skincare tip is great. Um, Botox. Don't. I was literally going to actually say Botox. <laughs> oh, Botox. Truly. <laughs> Am I crazy? No. No, it's not Botox. Botox does help. And I think people... Botox gets a bad rap because they think yeah. of, you know, oh, housewives it. and all this stuff. But yeah. 
if you do it right, it really is helpful. It makes your pores look smaller, does a little lift here and there. Love yeah. it. But in terms of products, I would say less is more. I think we have gotten to this point where brands are putting out a new product every single yeah. day. It is confusing. Yeah. Um, but the consumer I've learned really cares. You know, you guys listening, you care about the ingredients in your mm-hmm. skincare products and you're trying really hard to learn mm-hmm. how they work and what's the best benefit. So like par par down your skincare routine. So, you do not yeah, need I a 12 step. We were literally just yeah. talking about that last week. Like I want like a three step. I'm two step right now. Good like morning, night. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fabulous. Will and like a cleanser or something. And like, if you yeah. have, you go yeah, phases. you don't. Yeah, you don't need. Yeah. I think we want more because yeah. we keep buying more, but we don't need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. spread it out. And if you have oily skin or combination skin, like I do, mm-hmm. what I have found instead of stripping it you know, in the morning and at mm-hmm. night with a cleanser in the morning, use a micellar water and at night wash your face no, when you have really? on makeup. Yeah. It'll help mm. a lot. I needed that tip. It'll help a lot. I have like major combination. Uh, girl, I'm T-zone. like oily Ollie yeah. right in this. Mm-hmm. It's really aggressive. And I was noticing that my skin was being stripped and then I was overproducing more oil because I was yeah. constantly washing my face in the morning. I thought I needed to. You don't, if you put on skincare at night, you don't need to fully wash your face in the morning. Just take right. a little micellar water on a mm-hmm. cotton pad and rinse mm-hmm. and you're done. Yeah. It'll, it'll help. I promise. You're welcome. <laughs> Whole new you. Um, who is your dream guest to interview? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we know. Okay, listen, I would say Britney Spears, but I I don't think I would get anything meaningful out of her. And I'm not saying that to be shady. I just, if I interview Britney Spears, I know what it's going to be. I I would want something that's going to be a little bit more deep and meaningful. I'd want to interview Oprah. Okay. The queen. Yeah. Everybody that's a host has wanted to be Oprah at one point or another. I will always love this woman. So I would say um, interviewing her or Andy Cohen. Mm, I think okay. would be, be ideal for me because they're both such great interviewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, best tips for an aspiring reporter? Just start. So I get this question a lot and they're like, well, I don't write for a site or I don't have this. Mm-hmm. Make a blog. I mean, I had a blog. It was called Kirby Goes to Hollywood. And, <laughs> <I love laughs> like, yeah. and it was, I was just writing about what I knew, which was living in LA for the first time. So, mm-hmm. and then I'd write about beauty there too. That's what I used to get me a job um, at this site called examiner.com. It's no oh, yeah. longer in yeah, existence, yeah. Yeah. but um, they allowed me to, from my writing samples on my yeah. blog, they were like, great, you're the LA salon reporter and you yeah. can go to the salons report. Um, so just start your own site and sh- improve to people you know what you're doing and that you have right. a vision for yourself because- we're living in the age where people want proof that you know what you're doing. I know that sounds, you know, counterintuitive to the point of wanting to start out somewhere, but yeah. especially on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, I, I'm thinking of like Lily Singh. Lily Singh now has a talk show on NBC after Jimmy Fallon, but she started off on YouTube to prove to people, hey, mm-hmm. I know how to act. I know how to create something. I know how to produce. Yeah. So then NBC obviously was like, okay, well, she's been doing this a while. We have enough faith in her to like, kind of carry a, a yeah. talk show. Mm-hmm. Um, so just get started. Write something, you know, create something. Make a podcast if you want to be, you know, on the radio. Um, I think that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Just start something. And there's so many tools to start your own podcast, start a blog, YouTube Mm -hmm. channel. Literally all you need is Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, exactly. And you have to have 
you know, the, the drive to want to yeah. do it. It's not going to fall into your lap. You just have to get started. Mm-hmm. I love that. Ugh, should I just like make my own like period piece acting? <laughs> she wants to be an actress. <laughs> oh my God. That's yes. What I, I do. can't with you Can being you an imagine actress? me as like a no. colonial woman in my bedroom? <laughs> oh. Filming YouTube. Can you please? Actually, I think this could work just for you. monologues. I, You're scaring Natalie. <laughs> Um, well, like, I gotta get out of here. my u- new YouTube channel. So thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, what is your personal mantra? My personal mantra. Is it mantra? Mantra. Mantra. I say mantra. A mantra. A mantra. A mantra. A mantra. <laughs> That's the Texas way of saying it. A mantra. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's nothing revolutionary, but beauty is subjective so a lot of times when I meet people, they think I'm judging them on how they look because of what I do for a living. I am not ever doing that. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Um, because I probably think you're picking me apart too. And that is probably not what you're doing either. Um, we're all, we all take everything so personally when it comes yeah. to ourselves. So for me, beauty, it, the standard, as we have learned, has changed so much and it's so awesome. There isn't a standard and that's so awesome. So don't, don't think that just because you don't look like a certain person or you don't have no pores, like the Mm -hmm. people on Instagram, Mm -hmm. that you're not beautiful or that you're not, you know, something special. Yeah. I feel it just sucks when I see, especially young women talk about how they're looking at their Instagram and they feel like they're never going to attain this beauty that they see online. And I'm like, I have seen a lot of these people that you see and their skin does not look like that. And Mm -hmm. like my skin doesn't even look like that because of we have filters and we, I mean, Facetune does go a long way. Lighting helps. Um, I just, I, I want people to know that just because somebody doesn't think you're pretty or beautiful or whatever, or smart Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, doesn't mean you are those things. It's all subjective. Mm -hmm. So that's good. F them. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you're not for everyone and you don't need to be. Exactly. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is a loaded question because we want to talk about like what's next for you. Okay. Okay. And I think there's probably a lot of people listening that might be in like a corporate setting or job and have a nine to five and are itching to do their own thing. Mm -hmm. Like what was that moment for you that you're like, I want to leave. I want to pursue my own thing and talk us through that. Okay. I think the, the, it was in February when I had to make the decision, but I'd been thinking about it for a while because my contract was coming to an end at the end of June. Okay. And so I had been reached out to by so many brands and so many other people being like, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, actually I can't because of my contract. Got it. Um, that I was like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm starting to get my footing in this industry and people respect me. Mm -hmm. Um, not just as being a part of a company, but as who I am and how I write. And then I was also noting that noticing that, um, brands and publicists were coming to me at pop sugar specifically so that I would write the story that they wanted to have on the site. Yeah. Um, and I found it, I was like, Oh, this is an interesting feeling that they are kind of coming to me. So, I kind of got a little bit of confidence after that and thought, okay, you know, maybe I could do this on my own. And I talked to my boyfriend and he was super supportive. Um, I also had been saving a ton of money because 
I knew eventually I was going to want to go out on my own Mm -hmm. and it just was the right time. I'm very much a planner and I want to know I'm going to be secure. I didn't make this decision in a whim. I wasn't like, okay, time to party. Like I have, I know that I can, you know, be good for this amount of time without getting a steady paycheck, you know, if I need to. Yeah. Um, but the goal is obviously when, like, you know, now living, living this entrepreneurial life, (laughs) the goal is that I will continue to make money just on my own as myself. Mm -hmm. And if I could offer any advice, it's bet on yourself. No, but also be realistic about it. Don't just decide to quit your job because you don't like somebody you work with. Yeah. Or because you're not getting exactly what you want. Yeah. You kind of need to learn to grow through these things and experiencing and experience them. I was at the company for seven and a half years, almost eight years. So I had seen a lot of things happen. Yeah. I had, I had been through a lot of things. I worked with a lot of different types of people. I'd seen how the industry had changed. Um, so I felt confident leaving. Yeah. And I was in a good spot. I just think sometimes, you have to take a gamble. And yeah. I took a gamble moving to LA, you know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have a job, but I'm going to move out there and hope for the best. And I got a job as an airbrush tanner my second day living out here. <laughs> and Whoa. was like, all right, naked bodies, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I hustled to try to get to where I wanted to be because I yeah. had this focus of what I wanted, and that was to be on camera. Um, I guess if you are in a corporate job and you are wanting to try something of your own, it's kind of yeah. the same as being a reporter. Yeah. Do Start it. doing it. <laughs> Go. If, and Side I, hustle. Do you listen to Gary Vee at all? Ga- I Gary don't, Vaynerchuk? but I need to. Yeah. I really need to. He has a lot of tough love, but I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate him because he said something when I was starting to think about this and he was like, I guess somebody asked him a question, what do I do? You know, I have this full-time job that I'm a part of, but I really want to be doing this. He's like, are you an idiot? He's like, you are getting free money and free healthcare to start your daydream. So utilize during the day, do your work, come home at night and hustle and make what you want to make. And it reminded me of when I was working at the PR firm Mm -hmm. and during the day I was, you know, stocking shelves and delivering mail and all this other stuff. And then, you know, on my lunch break, writing a blog yeah. or after work, coming home and writing six blogs and yeah. doing whatever. When you're really passionate about something, you'll find time yeah. for totally. it. So yeah. just do it yeah. and make it work. Yeah. That's so smart. Yeah. I always tell people though, like, don't think leaving like corporate life is going to be like less stressful. Like I always feel like oh I'm gosh. burnt out. I'm stressed out in my nine to five. I'm like, girlfriend, own Good a luck. business. You will be the most <laughs> burnt out, stressed, <laughs> overwhelmed, anxiety filled you've ever been. I know because exactly. I came from that freelance world into working with yeah. Allie mm-hmm. for Allie. And it's just, it's been so, it's, it's a breath of fresh air at the same time because people don't really, it never turns off. You're on vacation in Hawaii and you're like yeah. thinking through what you need to be doing, invoices yeah. you need to send, like marketing you need to be doing, emails you need to be sending. It's like, it's But congrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just no, kidding. No, you'll I be fine. Like, yeah. It's worth it. But, but I know how to hustle and yeah. I know this about myself. There's something to be said about like being ready for that and, and not just jumping. Well, exactly. And, and that's exactly right, Allie. You can't expect to go and do stuff on your own and not yeah. have a weight on your shoulders Yeah, because you're working for yourself and you're trying to accomplish things on your own. Yeah. So I, of course I was terrified when I 
made the decision. I luckily had six months to kind of figure it out. out. A lot of people don't get that opportunity and I was very grateful for it. Um, but now it's like, okay, you know, yeah. people are like, oh, what did you do today? Sleep in? I'm like, are you kidding me? I woke <laughs> up super early. I wrote all these emails. Yeah. I, you know, created this new email account for me. Um, so I can start sending business emails. I Hello. pitched a bunch of my editor friends being like, yo, I'm happy to report for you. Stuff like that. Because I want people to know I'm available. Yeah. So cool. I want to be booked and busy. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think I know how you're going to make money, but for people listening, mm-hmm. how will you start making money on your own terms? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I'm starting a podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's called Gloss Angeles. Yes. Uh, and I'm co-hosting it with Sarah Tan, who is an editor of Bustle. Yep. And hopefully the goal with that is we keep doing it and then brands want to be a part of it. Sponsors. And we, yeah, and they come and they sponsor us. Um, I'm also going to reignite my YouTube channel that I abandoned all those years ago because I had a different focus. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll be making videos there and doing reviews there. Um, I'm an on-camera host and I'm planning on consulting as a producer as well for brands. Cool. I just, I know how to make digital, uh, content really, really well. Yeah. And if I have all this knowledge, I might as well share it with people and get paid to do it. So... That's kind of where I'm heading, more of like yeah. a consultant role. Yeah. So content creator, consultant. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And you're signed by Gersh. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I saw that on your Instagram. I'm with Gersh. So uh, my agent, Laura, is awesome. And she's focused on helping me get on-camera gigs. Okay. Stuff that I can't get. I have a huge network of beauty brand contacts and in the fashion and lifestyle realms, but I need the meetings with networks yep. and the auditions with networks yep. and things like that. Put yourself like a Facebook live show yes. or Facebook watch or whatever the heck Yeah. Is Laura, does she have blonde hair? Yeah. Okay. I just met with her last week. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a triathlete and yeah, she's okay, constantly, yes, fit she's ripped. That <laughs> yeah. is Lori or Laura. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She kills it. Okay, cool. Awesome. But um, it's awesome because now that I am a free agent of, you know, yeah. so to speak, she's yeah. like, great, we can hit the ground running and start doing things because there's yeah. no, nothing holding you back. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. Only big things. Yeah. Thanks. It's all really, do you need help with your social deals? Maybe you can work with Oh, yes, <laughs> girl. Help me out. Make yeah. a deal. No, <laughs> seriously though, like who's helping you negotiate those? People, um, so one of my friends is an attorney Okay. and she does contracts with Lionsgate. Okay. <laughs> and so I'll just send her my contracts and she'll be like, Nope. Red nope, line nope, them for you. Nope. Yeah. Um, and then Laura also helps. So, if, but a lot of the times that's a brand coming to me directly and then I just yeah. siphon it to her. Yeah. Um, but I think now the role will be reversed where she's bringing me more stuff, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me yeah. on my first day. Thank you. It's so fun. No, what I else do you have fun. today? Just emails? I mean, it's emails. like 7 p.m. right <laughs> I'm now. I'm like, you but- know what? I'm going to go to the gym now. I'm going to go to the gym and then, because I'm like, well, what am I doing tomorrow? I have time. Okay, you know what you should do is you should get a subscription for the wing. I oh. really want to join the wing. Do you guys know who Lily Huber is? Yes, I love Lily. She's so... Okay. Oh my gosh, she used to be at Pop Sugar. Yes, okay. Lily was the talent. If you guys follow me on Instagram, Lily was our talent manager at Pop Sugar. She's blonde and she was out of control, but I always featured her on my Instagram. I love her. <laughs> I told... 
I told somebody, Leslie Murphy, who uh-huh. was also on The Bachelor, I told her that Lily was my assistant because she was <laughs> opening boxes. And then <laughs> Lily went on a trip with her uh-huh. and she legitimately thought Lily was my assistant. No. And Lily was like, no, I'm not actually. I have <laughs> so an actual funny. job. So um, but Lily has a subscription to The Wing. Oh, she can bring a friend. Can she? Yeah, you can bring three friends, up to three friends each time. And literally, it's only like $200 a month. Okay, Lily, you did not tell me this, so yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, um, your assistant. What a bad assistant. Yeah, it's rude. <laughs> so rude. I really want to, isn't it so beautiful? It, I like was freaking out on Instagram the but whole time. Can I, I like, ask you, they, wait, so have you been there? Yeah. Oh, you have a subscription? No, I went with someone as a okay. guest. Yeah. Because somebody told me that it's, social hour. Like everybody's talking at all times. It's like very networky, which I yeah, love, but yeah, I also need a place to, to do yeah. work. One time I went and it was like quiet. People were working. The second time there was like a Chanel beauty event. Oh yeah. So it was like really like loud, but mm. she, the girl I went with said it's normally really quiet. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just go with her. She has to be there though. Like Lily. you can't just go alone. Okay. Like you're under her. Okay. So all right, Lily. The wing. The swipe up for the wing. Swipe up for the wing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. That was 